0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin, And this is Kelly and Ramia.
0: Check some things out on AMI audio, folks, when you have time. You don't want to miss it. Catch the pulse Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. This week, Joita speaks to Paralympian and politician Michelle Stillwell. This is the second of a three-part series profiling the 2023 inductees for the Canada Hall of Fame Disability Hall of Fame. That's the Pulse this Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on AMI Audio and, of course, on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform. Kelly McDonald here. This afternoon here for Kelly and Ramya, uh, just having some tech problems. We'll see if we can get Rum back. Uh, but Grant Hardy will be returning to the program and joining us in a little while as well. But right now, it's time to settle in and have a little entertainment talk. We do this bi-weekly talk every two weeks with Corinne Van Dusen.
2: Hi, I'm Corinne Van Dusen. Join me as we dive into the latest entertainment stories from music, television, and movies here with Kelly and Ramya.
0: So, as sports fans, we hear a lot about Cleveland and how great that downtown area is. Have you been down there, Corinne? And have you been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That I would like to get to. <laughs> have or, you I'm been sorry, there, Kelly? I missed that. No, <laughs> I, I have not. But I've heard it's an amazing downtown. I've heard how great the the, 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 Hall, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. Like it's, and again. I don't know, when I first heard it was gonna open, you get the idea of classic rock. That's all I I, I I thought when they were going to do it, as I'm sure a lot of people have. But all I hear are these great things, and today in our conversation that we're gonna start off with as we talk about the 2023 um, induction last Friday night, and these great artists it was full of, fantastic performances, as the hall did something again, a little different, but I say different, but it should be expected as they celebrated a strong representation of women and black artists. You want to talk about who some of the performers were that were there?
2: Yes, it was a grand night indeed for a show of uh, diversity, as you just said. A strong representation of women and black artists. So the show opened with Cheryl Crow, who was being inducted. She took to the stage with Olivia Rodrigo, and when performances happen, there usually a lot of musicians come in to uh, help sing things. So Stevie Nicks. Uh, joined her and Peter Frampton. So, uh, that's that's pretty hard rocking, as they would say.
0: <laughs> oh, so what, um, what a sound that would have made, right? With those mm-hmm. voices, ah, oh. or yeah, playing.
2: all of them playing, all of them singing would have been amazing. Another, um, another amazing thing, Shaka Khan was uh inducted, and Sia and her and uh, common all came together to sing stuff with Shaka Khan so they had the absolute it would have been amazing to see the I feel for you ain't nobody sweet thing and then of course you can't have Shaka Khan without I'm every woman and that apparently brought everyone to their feet it was just you know it, it
0: was the the party atmosphere that you needed. Wow, that's incredible. Rum joins us uh, back here on the program. Hello. And and I just, uh, (laughs) I find this so fantastic when we talk about the Hall of Fame, Rumya, because it's just so powerful and now diverse.
1: I was going to say, and diverse doesn't just mean um, like representation of uh, BIPOC and, um, you know, all of these different like actual population, but even just the music, right? And we've talked about this for years with both of you, Corinne and Kelly, uh, that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just more than rock and roll. Now, when Missy Elliott got inducted, that's when I was like mm-hmm. super excited and she was super excited, too. We're all we were all like, really? And uh, now we're seeing it in in all these different contexts with the performances, with everything, Corinne.
2: Yes, definitely. And Elliott's performance was one of the ones that uh, it closed the show. And uh, if you've heard any of Missy Elliott's music, it's absolutely phenomenal and she actually performed yeah she performed at barclay center so she wasn't in cleveland but uh so she performed in new york brooklyn um and you know they she beamed in, in a spaceship there was smoke machines there was dancing like you got a missy elliott concert to end a
0: huge concert Oh my god! And it turned the corner on everything that got done for, with the hall. In my opinion, you know, I'm not saying the folks at the hall don't have that open mind. Okay, obviously they do as to what this hall is to be. But that, for so many people who probably expected when it began, oh, it'll be all that classic rock celebration. It's everything. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I guess the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame rolls off the tongue better than the music hall of fame the the general instrumentation of (laughs) of...
0: (laughs) for sure oh my so i think it's just a name
2: a name that's been around forever and now but yes now it is encompassing more than just quote-unquote rock and roll with all the different genres of music going in there now yeah for sure sure who are the new inductees well if you think the oscars are long you gotta go to a rock and roll Hall of Fame. Oh no. Well,
1: <induction. laughs> no, that's terrible. Okay.
2: Oh man. Okay. So this year, Cheryl Crow, Kate Bush, Rage Against the Machine were inducted. And they actually had uh rapper Ice T induct them. Uh Kate Bush, uh, who became famous again, she had a song <laughs> running up that hill in Stranger Things. So a lot more people know her again. George Michael, uh, his former bandmate, Andrew Ridgely from Wham. He called George one of the greatest singers of all time. Missy Elliott, Willie Nelson, The Spinners. And then recognized for their musical influence were DJ Curl Herc and Link Gray, Shaka Khan, Al Cooper, and Bernie Toppin were honored for their musical excellence. Elton John actually came out of retirement to induct to induct <laughs> Bernie Toppin because they Elton were longtime songwriting retirement. partners. Well, yeah. Or
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though we still have to caveat that. It's so funny. Uh that's awesome. Any other inductees? Sorry, I cut you off. Uh and, and Don Cornelius
2: received the Emmett uh uh again Award as well. He was the he's the late host of Soul Train. So
1: nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is great. There's this side of it, and then there's also this other side where uh well, first of all, where can we watch the ceremony? Can we watch it anywhere?
2: Yeah, You're gonna watch. Highlighted performance. So you're not going to okay. have to sit through the,
1: the
2: entire thing. ABC is going to air it uh, on January 1st. Um, and I believe online you'll be able to find it through the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website.
1: Okay, perfect. And then there was a big cause being, um, I guess, recognized throughout as well um or was this a different i'm sorry i'm i'm i'm, I'm like lost on my yeah. script okay this is a whole different thing let's talk <laughs> okay, okay. And it mean? causes music
2: Rami. And, uh, and, uh, everyone uh, together. And, uh, that's what it was it was a transition <laughs> i was
1: doing so good okay matthew perry we're gonna bring him back because <laughs> there's a foundation that was named after him it was established basically uh within a week of his death to talk about addiction
2: yep so they issued a statement about that and the statement says in the spirit of matthew perry's enduring commitment to helping others struggling with the disease of addiction Mm. we embark on a journey to honor his legacy by establishing the matthew perry foundation it's guided by his own words and experiences and driven by his passion for making a difference in as many lives as possible
1: this is um huge i know that he was doing a lot of work beforehand uh, just coming out, talking about things, getting on all these different interviews, and really just even exploring all the controversies that people had to say. Like, he really did some tough interviews uh, in that last couple of years of being open about it. Um, and it's, I'm sure. We stop. I'm sure it was difficult for him. It was difficult to listen to, definitely. What has he said about it? Can you get, give us some highlights?
2: Well, uh, did you discuss The Friends, Lovers, and The Big Terrible Thing? I, uh, I've
1: i been discussing it just in every yeah. conversation because I read it and really enjoyed it.
2: Yes. Yeah, so that's where he really, really opened up with his struggle with addiction to prescription painkillers and mm-hmm. alcohol. Um, the book was really where he told his story about spending millions of dollars on rehab, how many Vicodin tablets he was taking per day. And how long he spent in a coma after a near-death experience. Mm-hmm. So he came out uh. and talked about, you know, I've been through this. These are the low times you can get through this. One of the things that he, um, he said in an interview... Uh, to quote him, he said, to get one person to ask me if I can help them stop drinking, I say yes and follow it up. That's more important than any run on friends. That's what I hope when I die is what people talk about. Mm-hmm. So uh, kind of a, you know, eerie quotation to have before when he was talking about his book. But he was the the kind of person to say, you know, everyone can go through this. This is what happened to me. And if you need help And I see you like, you know, never uh, feel too afraid to reach out for help.
1: Right. And it was so hard because he was talking to people who genuinely don't even believe of addiction, believe in addiction as a disease. And he was going from there, you know, trying to meet people that, yes, it is. And the first drink is all it takes and all these different things about rehab centers and how effective they are and what support systems should look like. And his own journey with that was just so long, Corinne. Like, it was years and years and years, yeah. we didn't even know what was going on with him.
2: Yep, and he dives into everything in the book, as you said. It's really, really uh, comprehensive Mm -hmm. of him telling his story about everything. Uh, He was actually about 18 months sober when he passed, so he was uh, doing the book tour and talking about everything and uh, helping people through there. So now there is a foundation set up in the LA area to uh, you know help people who have addiction and um, you know, they're, they're going to be there for people to go to.
0: Great. Okay. Absolutely. Fantastic. That's what we want. Uh, Coldplay is asking fans to sing. Ah What's going on here? They want us as backup. Well, maybe not me, but they want uh, you out there, you. folks, as a backup singer. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, it's a different yeah. kind of ah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you to gotta sing it in the key of G or C. Right. So. Okay. <laughs> and right. you can do any octave. Um, they're going to use it on a track called One World. Um, Chris Martin, the lead singer, has recorded an example. So, uh, yeah, they just want you to say they <laughs> ah- there's rules for it. Uh, you got to be 18 years old. You can't sing any words or phrases. And you must let them know if you would like a credit on the
0: track's digital book. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine how long that will end up? Because who wouldn't say, <laughs> yeah, I'd like my, ah, uh, recognized. Um, well, how can you, sorry, go ahead.
2: Chris Martin is kind of known as a perfectionist. So oh, I kind of wouldn't be surprised yeah. if some people were like, thanks. I don't, I don't yep. know if they're going to, you know, call them and say thanks, but no thanks. But yeah. with uh, with his known as being a perfectionist within music, then everything might. But I think that's why it's a digital book. They're not going to, yes. like, it's not going to be yeah. a print, but you're going to be scrolling
0: for quite a while. <laughs> 4,000 names, or if he's so picky, three. Um, yeah. How do you do this? <laughs> how do you become this backup singer?
2: You can go to oneworld.coldplay.com. And that's where you will find Chris Martin's example of uh, what to sing. And you can record yourself through there. And, you know, maybe on your resume, you can put a credit as a background singer for Coldplay.
0: Uh, is this something you're going to do? I am not. No. <laughs>
1: I am not because I how I How do you make your all stand out? Like yeah. yeah. And
2: you know, hitting oh, well, a, a certain key. Like I'm I'm a karaoke That's my problem. Girl. Oh, like I, I, I
0: couldn't it. do it. I couldn't do it in that sense because I don't think you need it to stand out wrong. They just cause I think they'd love to have a hundred if we did it right. I think that would be the thing mm, for yeah. them is how many people are gonna do Kelly style. Uh maybe this one? Uh maybe uh, this uh, one?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> that many oh. takes. Yeah. it's a uh, different vibratos and and strengths of vibrations and tone and I just I'm imagining all the stuff that's gonna come out on social media of people's awes and yeah. what they've done. <laughs> it's gonna be brilliant.
2: Yeah, I thought it was a great idea to bring uh bring people together. In uh, in this uh, digital age, to be but honest, talking, you know, no, payment. No, pay-
0: no payment, no no payment. Oh gosh, no, not with those four hundred thousand <laughs> or three. Um, uh, I'd be credit. so
1: skeptical though. If somebody's awe sounds too good, I'm like, what did they do to process this? I don't believe this is your real awe.
0: This is an A.I. uh,
1: This is an
0: A.I. Corinne, it's so cool too just to hear the band really mentioned. I haven't heard a lot of Coldplay, but here we are tongues wagging, not to say the band disappeared or anything like that, but nice for them to kind of say, yeah, we want you all involved. Talk to you soon. (laughs) oh Kelly uh, <laughs>
1: thanks,
2: there you go that's my audition <laughs> see I'm sending that in catch we'll check Guys, the that. We'll check them let's out.
0: send it in <laughs> thanks Corinne thank you we do this every other week opposite Greg David Corinne Van Dusen has our entertainment report here on the program coming up in just a couple of moments more than 200 Vernon BC students pay respects to fallen veterans in a unique way Bill Shackleton he'll tell us a lot more about it on The Buzz next Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Juita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.